So in this conversation, um, we're going to be talking to Ian Binding. Ian is a, was a patient here at um, the palliative care unit, Bowen yep. Health. Tell us a little bit about Ian. Yeah, Ian, Ian's a young man. Mm. Um, and, you know, I think the perception is that palliative care is for older people and that perhaps the palliative care unit is full of older people. But, um, unfortunately, cancers don't discriminate on age often. And Ian was, um, was given a terrible diagnosis very early in his life, which clearly affected him and... and um, and his family, which include his his young son, Jason. I was born in a small little country called Southwest Africa, just off from South Africa, um, back in 1976, uh, February the 7th, 1976. Um, main people in my family down here uh, is Catherine, who's my partner, and Jason, our son. Um, and I guess you'd also say Teddy, uh, who's our dog, and Tabby, who's our cat. And then in Queensland, my parents, uh, my sister, her hubby, her five kids. Um, and they're the important ones. Basically, the doctors, through results, uh, found that my calcium levels are rising very quickly. Um, and there's pretty much no good medication um, to help that. So my timeline has decreased down to weeks, maybe a month or two, uh, according to the doctors. But under their suggestion, if I want to... Um, die in Queensland I'll be leaving tomorrow so the doctors, nurses uh, palliative care team have been doing their utmost uh, to get us up there um, they're getting us a limo uh, to drive us to the airport um, they've organised a wheelchair or a golf cart for both airports I basically expected uh, palliative care uh, to take care of my beds, and that's about it. I wasn't expecting this personal touch, as it were. Um, I'm used to doing everything for myself and for, you know, organising all this sort of stuff. It's a revelation. It's been very helpful, very, very helpful. Basically, my original idea of palliative care was that it's more the medical and emotional and physical side of looking after him with his pain, with his actual symptoms. Symptom management is what I expected palliative care to be about. So when we first had the palliative care team, community-based palliative care team, come out to the house, introduce themselves... Um, and sort of tell us a bit more about palliative care, it was really interesting. When the opportunity came where they recommended Ian come in here to get his medication levels sorted, I believed it was a good idea because he was free to go home if he wanted. He didn't have to stay here for the rest of the time. And basically 
we were told in here it's a little bit like hospital where there are nurses, there are doctors and they would keep an eye on him but they could adjust the medications easier and keep on track, on time um, just to get his health level back up a bit from where it was. But since Ian coming in here, being able to come in and visit almost any time you wanted, you can bring your children in, which is great. But yeah, since Ian coming in here, we've found out a lot more about palliative care. They don't just do physical health, mental health. They do the whole well-being overall. They've looked after him with everything. It's just been amazing. And yeah, they treat him like a person. They care about us as the family members. Not only asking how Ian's going, they're asking how we're going. They're supportive of the whole family unit rather than just the patient. And the patient is a person, they've got a name, not just the number like they would be in hospital. Here, they actually show they care. They take their time to talk to you. They take their time to answer any questions you might have. I'm younger than a lot of the other patients here. Um, the nurses and doctors feel a bit more empathy maybe towards me. But yeah, they, they treat the person, not the illness. What I've actually got doesn't come into the conversation. It's about how I feel. Is there anything I need? Um, not, oh, your cancer's da da da. It's not all clinical and medical. There's a lot more. Um, friendship, for lack of a better description. So, um, it's a good place to be if you're in my situation. And I was thinking about this today. If it wasn't suggested for me to do the palliative care, they would have never found out about my high calcium and I could actually be dead already. And it's, it's because they found out about the calcium, they managed to start treating it. Uh, they've saved my life. I, I couldn't tell you how long I'm going to last. I don't... I don't feel sick sick. And... I don't feel that much worse than when I came in here, but medically I have. Um, so for them to catch it, uh, that's, that's a good thing. And that's, that's probably one thing you guys have got to fix, is that it's not uh, an end of life place. It's a step away from hospital. Um, it's not all clinical. Um, they're there to treat the person. Um, and I think most people out there would think that palliative care is where they go, yep, you're gonna die, here's your bed. And it's not. Well, at first, I had no idea what palliative care was. I had never heard of it, but I'm glad that he's here now, because it's better than him being at home 
or him being at a very clinical place like hospital. It's very comforting, it's very easy, it's very calm, very safe place for people like him to be here. They can rest, they can leave, there's lots of facilities here available. I think it's a really good place and I'm glad that it exists. As of now, I'm not constantly crying, bawling my eyes out, but I am not happy with what's going on. I am upset, but a place like this is comforting. It's reassuring. And I know that he is all going lots of pain. In here, he's better than he would be in other places, like home or hospital. Just making, it, making our life a bit easier, because we know he's happy to be here, which means we, we are happy to be able to go home and not stress about how, how he's, he's going all day, every day. Like, we know he, we, we can come and visit and we can go home and get our rest and let him get his rest. What are the palliative care crew? I was going to get it done either way. Um, so when I got the phone call, you know, here you want a tattoo, we might be able to get up that, you know, we'll pay for it. How do you feel like, you know, are you still looking at getting a tattoo? Oh, yeah, I was, yeah, tattoo, yes, please. Um, it's basically here, of course, MC squared. And it was a quote from Einstein. But it's um, kind of how I believe life goes. So that you don't just stop. It carries on. Your energy carries on in some way. It goes up into the universe or feeds worms or whatever. But you don't just die. So that's what it means to me. We'd love to say a big thank you to the whole team of palliative care that has come into contact with Ian, all the doctors, nurses and every other service that we've had contact with. They have been amazing and we really appreciate the fact that they're available for other patients because, yeah, didn't know any of this was here and it's just taken a load off my mind. Um, that he's in good hands yeah. here. I plan on lasting longer than the doctors say. Um, I can't imagine in a couple of weeks not being here. I don't feel that way. So, as long as I don't believe it, sickness isn't going to believe it. And, yeah, I'll still, I'll still be around. Still stuff to organise. Yeah. I'm going to stop there. Say yes. Basically, if you're given an opportunity, take it. Say yes. It might not come around ever again. Uh, and if you don't know what that experience is going to be, you don't know what you're missing out on. Um, love thy family. You know, let them know that you love them and care for them.
unfortunately Ian didn't get to hear the final version of this episode and we really hope we've done him justice. We're genuinely thankful uh, for them allowing us into their lives and their contribution to 